introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ebony Caldwell from Chicago and I have three children. <laughs> I have a 10 year old who is actually filming this for me. I have a 20 year old son and a 23 year old son. I had to think about it because I mean I'm getting older, but that's a good thing. And I am 42 years old. What do you currently do for a living? What do I do for a living? Oh, let's see, it's kind of hard to describe it. So I'll give it to you in the simple terms. Um, some people will consider me as a real estate agent, a real estate broker. I just tell people, people I'm in real estate. And the reason that I say that I'm in real estate is because I do so much in real estate from sell houses to work with real estate investors to flip houses. Um, I've done not new construction, but development worked with new, new, worked with contractors as well as developers. I have um, done condo conversions, property management. So basically anything you can think of in real estate, I pretty much have done, but I would like to think of myself more as a businesswoman. And the reason why I say that is because I'm pretty much good at any type of business I get into. How did you get started in this business? How did I get started in this business? That's an easy one. So for anybody who's watching this, if you have children or you're a child, don't do what I did. So I went to a vocational high school and I wanted to get out of school early. I tell this story all the time, um, but I went to a vocational high school. I wanted to get out of school early. So basically what I did was I took auto mechanics <laughs> and I figured if I took auto mechanics, I would be the only female in there and um, the teacher would feel sorry for me and I wouldn't have to do any work. Well, what happened was, oh, and by the way, I was that kid who didn't want to do nothing in school. I just went to school just to dress up, just to get a seat so I wouldn't get in trouble. I just wanted to be the fashionista of my high school. That's it, no more, no less, because I felt like my parents was going to take care of me forever. But instead, that wasn't the case. Real world set in my senior year of high school. And I had to, you know, I, I took this auto mechanic class and basically what happened was the first day that I got in class, all these boys in there, me and only one other girl, and the teacher told me to get under the car to change the oil. I just got my hair done and freeze curls back in the day and a bunch of black oil just came tumbling down on my face. Needless to say, I dropped that class. Like the next day I went home crying because I could not believe that the teacher actually made me do that. Like I thought because I was a girl, I was gonna get away with it. Nope, that's not true. And my mother always tell me nothing in life is free and nothing in life that's good is gonna come easy. So I was like, you know what? I'm noticing all these seniors are getting out early. How are they getting out early? So then I found out how they was getting out early. They took basically a business class. So I said, oh, I'm gonna take a business class so I can get out early. I took a business class and come to find out, they told me um, part of the requirement was I had to get a job. I had no intention of getting a job because like I said, 
I felt like I was very fortunate and my parents was gonna continue to take care of me. And so for the school to tell me to get a job, that was kind of like an insult to me. So I worked at Jules, bagging groceries for um, a week. My check was like $30 after union dues. And my allowance was like $50 a week, so I quit. So then I called myself working at McDonald's. I worked at McDonald's for like a day. I was a fry girl, grease popped on my hand. I told them I'm going for lunch and I quit and I never went back. So every single day after school at 11 or 12 o'clock, I was signing my own time sheets, pretending like I was at work, wasn't at work, anything like that. Until one day they said, Ms. Caldwell, um, we have found out that you quit all of your jobs and if you do not get a job, you're not gonna graduate. So unfortunately for me, and I see you laughing because it's not funny, <laughs> but unfortunately for me, um, so I went to the counselor's office, they had like a sign in there um, saying, you know, come work for this mortgage company. So I'm working for this mortgage company. I am like 16 years old because I kind of graduated early. I was 16 years old working for this mortgage company, making $13 an hour. And my job was just to like make coffee, nasty black coffee I was making for people and fouling stuff and faxing stuff. And I was faxing the stuff halfway wrong. But what I noticed was, I'm like, wait a minute, my friends are making this minimum wage. And at the time it was like $5.75 an hour. So they're making $5.75 and I'm making $13 an hour, just working like four hours a day. Huh, I need to find out what's going on in this company. So basically what I did was I found out what was going on in the mortgage company. And as years went by, I started noticing every different type of entity or field within the mortgage industry was making a lot of money. Like they have loan officers. So the loan officers are the ones that go get the, the, get the loans for people who's trying to buy homes. Well, I started noticing the loan officers was making a lot of money. So I said, hey, let me figure out how to be a loan officer. So I decided to become a loan officer. Then I started noticing, you know what? Let me see how to become an underwriter. I learned how to become an underwriter. Everything that I'm telling you, I was self-taught. If you want something bad, you're gonna do it. You're gonna really strive for it and try your best to do it and be good at it. After I became an underwriter, I was working for Wells Fargo, traveling every day to Springfield, three, four hour drive, coming back home every night to see my children. Um, and I didn't have to, cause I was getting paid really, really well, but you know, I'm still a mother first. So I basically decided, you know what? I'm gonna open up my own mortgage company and I opened up my own mortgage company. And at the age of 23, I had one mortgage company. At the age of 25, I had two mortgage companies and I had several people working for me. So during the time I had the mortgage company, I uh, was doing a condo conversions and condo conversions just basically you take an apartment building and you convert it into condos and you rehab them, but then they become condos. So I was doing that. Um, I did that until 2009. The market crashed in 2008. Once the real estate market crashed, when everybody either lost their homes or lost their businesses, I got out of that business, 
and started a marketing company. And as you notice, as I'm saying this, I'm all about the business and that's why I consider myself a businesswoman. So I started the marketing company. Um, having a marketing company, I was only marketing to real estate agents, mortgage brokers, builders, developers. I marketed to the people who was losing money because I went to college and I had got my degree in marketing and journalism, um, a bachelor. So basically that was it. Once the market crashed, I had the, like I said, I had the marketing company. Um, then as years went by, I noticed it wasn't a lot of real estate agents. So I decided, let me become a real estate agent myself since everyone was scared to get into business. And because I had so much faith and so much um, drive, I wasn't worried about the fact that I wasn't gonna get business. I knew I was good at what I was good at and my passion was marketing, my passion was people. So I knew no matter what business I got into, I was gonna be successful. So I know that was long, but that's basically how I got into this business. What is your biggest accomplishment? My biggest accomplishment, honestly, at 42 years old, besides having my three beautiful children, um, is the fact that I can honestly say that I have had two mortgage companies. I had um, an Italian boutique for men and women, and I had that at the same time I had the two mortgage companies. Um, my mortgage companies was RCB Lending, and my boutique was Rissy Couture Boutique, so I kept the RCB initials. Um, and then, just to be able to overcome the market crashing and still came out on top as a real estate professional, um, a real estate broker, a real estate managing broker. And a real estate managing broker is just a real estate agent who's over brokers, basically. So, and I have my own, real estate company. So that is, for me, I feel like my biggest biggest accomplishment. Where do you see yourself in five years? Where do I see myself in five years? In five years, I'm going to be married. That's in five years. But where I see myself in five years realistically, my three-year goal starting from today is um, I want to be real big on philanthropy. So be a philanthropist, be able to make enough money where I can give and donate um, and continue to just help or help out more. I would definitely love to be um, a person who is really all about businesses, buying businesses, selling businesses. So that's what I want to do in my three-year mark, just be a venture capitalist. And from there, when we get to the point where I feel like I'm successful at buying businesses, selling businesses, investing in businesses, and just overall being um, successful in them as a venture capitalist, I would definitely like to officially um, really retire in five years. And when I say retire in five years, Meaning by the time I'm 47, 47 and a half, like the children say, I want to have my husband and just, if you look behind me, I live on the water and there's a lot of boats. I want to be able to not travel all over on my boat, but travel on my yacht. So don't ever think that is not possible because believe it or not, 
so many things are possible and I am a product of possibilities. What type of education do you have? Ooh, I just told you. <laughs> no, um, what type of education I have. So here, here's what's cool about this. Now, I went to Columbia College, um, I got a bachelor's degree and basically uh, my degree I ended up getting, I started off at broadcast journalism, then I switched over to print journalism, and then I switched over to marketing. So as you can see, it's not that I switch a lot, I got to have a passion for it. I have to like it. Um, but at the end of the day, I did not go work for a newspaper. I did not go work for any type of TV studio. I'm not doing anything within that industry, however, school did lay the foundation of structure for me and if you notice i said marketing and journalism um one of the reasons i i know besides faith in god is that i'm successful in this business oh and my children driving me is the fact that i did have the structure in education and the broadcasting journalism as well as the print journalism as well as the marketing to me, it really goes all hand in hand as to how I became a product of my brand, Ebony Caldwell, as how I'm able to market myself, market my business as to no matter what type of business I get into. So I definitely think education is huge when it comes to trying to be successful, trying to grow. And a lot of the times you'll be surprised what you get your degree in may not be what you decide to become. But in the end, it did help you lay down a foundation. And also it would, if you go to school correctly, not like I did in high school, just to dress up and be cute and get a C, but if you go to school correctly, um, college, your university, that could be your all end game to so many more successful things to come. But definitely education for me, I believe is huge. Ain't that right, Anna? What is your biggest passion? My biggest passion is children. My biggest passion is helping children. My biggest passion is mentoring. Um, my biggest passion is domestic violence, love helping. I just, especially when it comes to children as a whole, um, young adults, I just know that when I grew up, yeah, you know, I grew up as they call hood rich, because we was from the neighborhood, you know, parents was successful, but they was not rich. And I still grew up in the quote unquote, the hood, the ghetto as some would say. But to be able to say that I actually came out of that and have lived in some of the biggest homes, um, I've lived literally around athletes, I've lived around um, singers, I lived around entertainers, in big homes, my home that I own with my children with nobody else's name on, on the title of the house. Um, I lived in, you know, places like downtown. I've traveled and still live downtown Chicago. I've traveled um, throughout to so many, um, throughout so many um, states in the United States as well as out the country. So I'm like, I just love being able to introduce children to that. Like, unfortunately, a lot of children have not been introduced to traveling. They have not been introduced to um, just whether it's downtown living or just even coming downtown 
or traveling or going to nice restaurants. And that's a, that's a passion to me, like to help children, etiquettes, you know, um, just, just motivate them to let them know like, hey, you don't have to be like this. You could be like this. I don't care where you grew up at, who your parents are, not that your parents are bad, but find that mentor, find that person who you can really look up to that is a positive influence. Because one thing I can say, especially when it comes to my 10 year old daughter, oh, I forgot, she's not 10, she's 11 years old now. My 11 year old daughter is, she really does look up to me. I do see her staring at me all the time. So I have to be very careful at the things that I say and do because I'm her, one of her idols. I don't know who her other idols is, but I'm one of her idols. What would you tell youth and young professionals today? Stay optimistic, stay positive, stay in school. Um, and I know youth hear about stay in school all the time, but seriously stay in school. Don't let these rap videos, um, you know, don't let these rap videos make who you supposed to be or who you are or who you think you want to be. The rap videos has nothing to do with you. I just want you to find, like youth today to find out what is a good career for them? What is a good um, motivate, what motivates them? Not the rap, not the drugs, not the, these crazy videos, not the street games, but somebody who you can look up to who's a positive influence in your life. And it could be an athlete who's a positive influence like a LeBron James, you know, but at the end of the day, find something that you're passionate about and stay focused with it. If you don't have nobody to push you, push yourself, it's okay. But that's basically what I would tell you today. Those are all the questions. Those are the questions. Well, thank you for listening to me. And again, I'm Ebony Caldwell. And I always end this with Ebony Caldwell Realtor Portfolio. But at the end of the day, just remember in three years, I'm gonna be a venture capitalist. So just always have your dream as to what it is that you're gonna be.